side of pricing now right everyone wants to ask oh well what should i price what are the going rates is this enough for a set is this that now those are important questions right because if you're already saying hey is this enough if, if that's how you're asking not could you look at my prices and see what you think if you say do you think that this is enough that probably means that it's not enough right because either it's not enough that's why you're asking you feel like it isn't or you're looking at other people's and you're playing some kind of comparison game all right so it's important to know what is the going rate what are people in your area charging what is the going rate for these long nails for these short nails but don't use that to you know judge yourself use that as information use that as data and then find a price that is comfortable both for you and for your clients because i think what a lot of people are doing is they're finding what they think a comfortable prices would be for their client they never discuss with their client or anything and then just assuming what they can afford or what you could afford on a normal basis and then giving them the price and then you're not feeling good about it so you're undercutting yourself you're selling yourself short and in essence if you unravel it all the way back it's the same mechanism and the same thing of doing something for someone that you don't really want to be doing or you know in um in maybe sexual advances going along with things that you don't really want to do and all that kind of stuff right so that's the same thing about pricing it's the same thing you don't want to look at it that way but it is so you know you want to stand up and charge what it is you want so there's a number of ways that you can figure out what it is that you could be charging or need to be charging right so now in the beginning you're not that great everything takes so long so yeah if you're three years or under you know definitely one year or under just know that this is kind of like an introductory price and you're gonna grow into what it is that you need to charge to make you know a living and that kind of stuff um, if you're a little bit more established the way to really look at it is you need to add up your personal bills the ones that you are responsible for and your business bills and what does that come to we'll just give a roundabout number okay it's 3,500 2,500 for personal bills and it costs a thousand to kind of keep this business going so you're going to need at minimum $3,500 to make to even cover your bills, let alone any kind of extra stuff, right? But usually there's not extra stuff if you're keeping your numbers correctly. So if you need to do that, you know, get with me. I have a monthly workshop called Boardroom Beauties where we go over simple and easy ways to track your income and your outgo and fun ways to be able to catch us around and spend your money. It's not a it's a it's not a like oh no a budget you can't spend on anything it's actually called a spending plan so we're just managing the money that's coming in if we need to make more we come up with a plan but we're managing what's coming in and we're managing what's going out and lo and behold you usually get to spend much more on what you really want when you're doing it this way rather than always struggling or buying something at the last minute the highest price all that so first you need to know how much do you actually need to make for real to live? A lot of us are not living like this. We're just magically thinking, throwing stuff out, trying to market, trying to get more clients. And, oh, I'm gonna rent this space for 300 and clients will just come. And you don't even know how much, how much money's coming in yet. You can't go renting a place for $300 a week or a month if you, don't, if you can't tell me how much you're making first. Otherwise, it'll end a disaster and you close down. So many people have contacted me. I, I, rent a, I got my own suite right after school and I closed it down in six months. Of course you did. 
because you didn't you don't know how to get clients school unfortunately does not teach you how to do that school gives you a piece of paper so that the state can feel happy that they've trained you to give you a license that you're not uh, giving people staph infections and if you cut them you know how to prepare it that's it period now there are some schools that are coming out that I think really do put their blood sweat tears and hard work into it so I hope in the future there's gonna be a lot more prepared students coming out of beauty school but for now you know because you went to beauty school I mean I know my teacher came in the first week showed us what to do to pass state board showed us how to put that piece of cotton on the orange wood stick to make it like a pusher I never saw that woman again after after that first week never I did not see that woman again so you need to know how much it is that you actually need to make and then that's your that's your minimum all right I need to be making $3,500 a month minimum okay then you can backtrack and see so how many clients is that per day per week per average service you know you could be charging something like $40 $50 80 all the way to 110 but you kind of get an average okay out of my 10 clients what is the average they get you know you can add it all up and average it out okay most most people spend at least you know about 70 one person might spend 50 one person might spend 110 one person might spend 80 but when you do an average it's $70 so each person that comes in there is spending about $70 right if you do five clients a day what is that that's $350 a day then you'll times that by how many days you want to work you want to work four days you want to work five days now if you're three years or under or five years and under and don't have a full book of clientele don't come to me and say I just want to work three days a week you can if you have other things and this is maybe your second business and you're a grown person you have children you're doing all the kind of stuff but if not if you're really trying to build a business from scratch you just have to work five days a week or six days a week for right now okay but if not, if this is your side hustle and you're growing it, then yeah, two solid days, um, you know, we could grow it. So then we'll figure out that kind of average ticket price. Another way to see about setting your prices would be to see what it is that you would want to make per hour. But you can't just pull it out of the air. Oh, I want to make 100 per hour. In the beginning, you're still going to want to see, okay, how much do I need to make per hour to actually make these bills? Or if my bills are 3500 but I want to make 5000 a month, what do I need to do? And if you actually work this out, you know, you could get with me or do it on a worksheet here. If you actually work this out, it's one of my most fun things to do. See how many people do I need to come to a class at this certain price in order to cover my expenses? Okay, let me raise the prices and get less people. Oh, no, let me um, lower the prices and get more people. You know, things like this. So you could write out Monday through Friday. We'll just use an example that you're working those five days. And then you'll say, okay, I'm working six, six hours a day. My services take one hour, so I could probably do five to six people a day, you know, try to have a little snack breaks in there. And then what, what can you make and what can you do? Then you could start to really see what it is that you need to charge. Then once you work in the needing to charge, then you could be like, you know what? I've been doing this for 10 years. I don't, I don't want to make anything less than $110 an hour. So then you figure out how do you make $110 an hour? How do you price it and how do you structure it, right? And if there's going to be a huge jump, okay, your services were 20, now they're 110. Yeah, you might have some backlash and lose some clients, but when you do it incrementally and smart, I haven't, I have taught this class to thousands of people, and you know, there's been maybe one person that couldn't come because of a price increase. Really, thousands, one person, and that was an elderly person who said that she just cannot, like five dollars more would break the bank. So that didn't work out, right? That's one person out of thousands. That's fine. The other thing is, get this, like I had five or six people recently, but over the years, lots of them, but five or six people very recently tell me, hey, I raised my prices, I did what you said, I wrote out the, the notice and I raised it like how you said, and many of my clients were telling me, this is five different people, many of my clients were telling me, it's about time. 
Can you hear that? Can you hear that their clients were sitting there thinking that, knowing that they're getting over, oh, I'm getting this really great service for this low price. This girl doesn't really, you know, think that much about herself. Why is she charging? And then when they finally do do the price price increase, the clients that loyally follow them and love them are saying it's about time. It is about time. A few of the students, two of them that I'm talking about, um, they came and told, you know, took the pricing class, they told me because their clients were telling them, oh, the clients told them, oh, you should charge more. I said, wait a minute, if you had more than one client tell you that you should be charging more, then you're really undercutting yourself. And that's why I keep telling, talking to you guys about that, I'm going to be raising my prices for this. Like, when I'm doing actual nails, you know, I'm not doing that for less than 150 I don't care where it is or what, I'm not, there's no way, I'm not doing a regular polish change for less than 150 because I'm confident in that, I prove myself in that. When I'm going out to speak, you know, I have my day rate and on the set, I, I feel all confident with that. But these online courses and the one-on-ones and stuff, a number of people have told me, is that all you're charging or that's it or you, th- that's all you're charging? Oh, wow, I didn't know it would be that inexpensive. I was like, huh. Now, at first, I was like, okay, yeah, good, I'm really helping people, the people that need the help that can't really even afford $50. But now, a few people have said that to me that I'm like, okay, well, now that I must be undercutting myself right? I'm doing it for the good of people, but I must be undercutting myself. I must be looking silly or foolish. Like, I don't fully believe in myself if um, this is the price, you know, and I'm still just me doing my thing. I know that I have, you know, like um, on the um, the veteran style of the nail industry, a little bit of like, you know, well-known legend, but it's the part that it's like that... Um, it's the tricky part of the celebrity part where people kind of say, oh, that, you know, that's why you should charge more. So either way, I'm going to be charging more because I listen, I listen to data. That's why, you know, the pricing class even came because so many people were asking me about that. So those are a couple ways that you can kind of come up with your prices. But what I don't want you to do is just willy nilly be like, I think this set is worth one night. Okay. Now there are certain people like you get to a point where now you know what things are worth because you've been an expert in this industry. You've been around enough. Okay. But if you're really just starting out, that kind of guessing and willy-nilly won't work. First, figure out how much is that you need to make, then come up with a price of like in between somewhere the going rate, so it's not too extraordinarily low or too extraordinarily high. And then you can kind of price it like what do you need to make per hour? Because what's happening is I'm talking with people, they're doing nail art that, yo, I'll never be that good at. I'm never going to get that good at that shaping or that line work. They're just phenomenal, right? The set is like spectacular it's like mouth-watering eye-gazing and then they tell me oh it took three hours you know we got to continue to train the general public and people that see like artwork quality work takes time you want to get a heart surgery or brain surgery and you want to get it done in 20 minutes probably not right <laughs> so they're um telling me okay here's this look at this set it took three hours and it's spectacular art and then they're like yeah i'm like how much was that they're like it's i you know i felt bad so i just started 95 Alright, so charging $95 for three hours, that's about $33 an hour. If you're okay with that, great. If you're not okay with that, then you readjust. There's certain people that are doing services and stuff that takes like 90 minutes. They're charging $60. So that's still about, you know, 30-ish something. But it's like you want to make sure each time you see how many hours did that take and how much in product that take, how much like real Swarovski crystal bling that I use and how much this keep all that keep that data if you're feeling if you're struggling just keep that data for like two weeks or so and then come meet with me and we can go over it 
Because what you don't want is when you add it up and be like, huh, that took two hours, I charged $55. Huh, all right, that's $22 an hour. Maybe you're happy with that, maybe you're not. Maybe you're like, oh, hey, that's what the kids at Chick-fil-A make. The kids at Chick-fil-A are 16 that just press buttons with a smiley face. I think they may start out at $18 an hour there. And it's not like that work isn't grueling. You're with a fryer, you're near Greece, you're with people. You know, I used to work in a restaurant business, but this is like legit back breaking, grueling detail work that we do. We're taking on someone else's energy and holding space for them for 90 minutes. We're doing the most detailed work possible on 10 freaking things that have to look the same. And just so you know, you can tell I'm worn out by that. Cause I'm a Gemini and after the after five fingers, I'm like, I'm amped to do those five fingers. But after that, I'm like, what? Five more fingers? Oh my God. <laughs> so, and that that's not how I always felt. That's just, you know, cause it's like, I'm at a certain point of my career. I can't take moving people. That's why I moved on to like non-moving canvases. So, you know, I, I do paint on non-moving canvases, you know, for de uh, decorative purposes and fun things. And I do it just like I did my nail work on set. I would make, I make four or five little samples. I show you which ones you like. You pick one, you tell me what your budget is. I make it, I ship it to you. I ship it in a full pizza box. So if you want some fresh artwork from me on your desk, your, your wall, you want to give it as a present, you know, uh, get with me, zone at gmail dot com it's n-a-j-a-z-o-n-e at gmail.com and i'd also really love to help you with this pricing so i have a pre-recorded pricing class that you can take um, you can also meet with me one-on-one -on -one, and i would really love to help you get to a point where you're feeling okay with your pricing and that resentment is not growing in but for sure before you come if you can have that data and information for me that will help because then we can get right into the nitty-gritty most of the time i have to spend 20 or 30 minutes of the 50-minute session getting those numbers for you so if you're keeping track of your numbers you'll be able to benefit even more so you can look into the boardroom beauties workshop that's a monthly workshop that i have where we go into detail it's a three-hour workshop on a sunday where we go into detail how to track your numbers really simple ways of just income tracking expense tracking and then we go over marketing so how you can get a little bit of client so I talk about traditional marketing in your neighborhood and I also talk about social media marketing so I would love to see you and I'll leave you with um, an ebook that I released recently it's called the 55 places to market your beauty business so this is a book that lists 55 places that are in almost all neighborhoods throughout the entire world, right? The, most of these places are gonna be in your community where you do nails. And not only does it list it, it gives like a little example of what you can do. You know, I'll give an example, uh, number, I'll guess, number 42 is like the bridal shop, right? There's a bridal shop in your area that is selling bridal gowns or a wedding planner, one of them. You need to have a wedding planner in your back pocket or the bridal shop you can go to with a little framed thing of nails and say, can I set this here and leave my cards? I would love for you to tell people about it. If they purchase a dress with me, they'll get 10% off from me and their whole um, bridal party. And in exchange, I'll have some cards at my place of business to tell all the women about you know, their wedding needs and all that kind of stuff. This is how you're gonna be able to grow a clientele with you just being one person. You're one person. You have to reply to emails. You have to um, book appointments. You have to collect the money. You have to buy the supplies. You have to do the service. You have to be there and be present with them. That is a lot, yo. I, that is a lot. I'm here with you. I'm in the trenches with you. This is a lot. Right now, I've moved on from doing the technical stuff of nails, which I'm an artist. I like it. Give me a nipper, I'll do something. Give me a wood stick, I'll do something. Now I'm here with a computer, all on the ethernet, doing stuff through waves. I don't like doing that, but I'm a business person and I adapt it. And this is the way that I get to have clients from 
you know, Africa and, and Europe and all kind of places, places where we're not in the same room. So, um, where was I going with that tangent? Uh, the, the collecting the data, the, um, oh, going into Brado shops and stuff. That's the way that you're going to be able to utilize your neighborhood so that when you're out at a baseball game with your um, family or you're doing something fun or you're actually working to do a nails, the people in this bridal shop are, the customers are coming in, seeing the nails, like, oh, oh my God, this is this. And then the owner or the manager or the staff person gives them your card. Like, this is the way to really be able to build a clientele and not be burned out. I'll probably do another segment next week on um, burnout because lots of people are, are emailing me with that. Like, I'm asking, how can I help? And what can we celebrate? And they're like, I'm burned out. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm taking two weeks off. I'm taking a month off. I'm doing all this. And I, I will leave you this. We do have personal, um, you know, relations and stuff with our clients, but I still think in the professional realm, if you're super burned out and you need two weeks off or you need a month off or something like that, I don't think it's necessary that you tell your clients that. It's just not. Like, you know, we're making this announcement, I've been a burnout, I need to take a month off for myself and I'll be back after that. I really don't think you should say that. I think you just say, I need to take a month off for personal and family reasons. I still want to service you, so let's get your appointments on the book the next month. Because it, it, even if they trust you and you're really an expert, it really shows that you don't exactly know how to manage your life fully. So even if they don't think that, because I wouldn't think that when I read this from my students and when I see people in there, I don't think that about them. It just unconsciously sets a thing back there of business and being able to trust this person. Like, oh, they don't know how to like care for themselves and stuff like that. So I wouldn't go out of my way to say, you know, I'm burnt out. I can't take it. My wrist hurts. I got to take time off. That means you're all the way at the end of your rope and you haven't set standards and policies along the way for yourself. So don't show all your cards like that. Just let them know, taking a month off for personal reasons, uh, you know, I'll be fine. I'll be back in business in a month and that kind of stuff. So I'll leave you with that. If you, you know, and I'm fine if people don't agree with everything I say. I, you know, you can say, hey, that really helped me. I like that. Or, hey, I don't agree with that. Or I did try that and it didn't work. I don't mind because that's how I learn as well. If I'm going to be a teacher to be helping people, I need to know what works, what doesn't work. Certain personality types, things will work, certain won't. So you can always reach out um, and it's a free open space to tell me whatever it is that you would like. All right. Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>